Welcome to Season 3 from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Joining me today is Ian Moss, head chef of The Coach and Horses, a luxurious hotel in the Ribble Valley. We're going to be talking all about the food served here and more about the B&B, but first, a huge welcome to the podcast, Ian. How are you doing today? Yeah, hi, thanks very much. Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. So. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So, again, thank you for taking the time today to to chat to me. Talk to me a little bit about how you got into becoming head chef at The Coach and Horses and how long you've been there. Uh, so I've been there about three and a half years now. Um, and I guess, well, just I was approached by an agency and they said that The Coach and Horses was looking for a head chef. Uh, would I be interested? Um, went over, had a look at the place, sort of fell in love with it a little bit, and then that's it, really. Took the job, and I'm still there now. So what was so special about it that made you kind of really like the, the place? Um, I don't know. I just, it's, it's just one of those things. I just walked into the building, and, and it felt right. That there was, I just knew that it was the right place to go at yeah. the time. Just the whole, the way the building was presented, uh, how it how it looks inside, the rooms, the like the whole thing was, it was just like, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, and how did you get into being a chef and kind of that industry yourself? Uh, so I decided after school that's what I wanted to do, because uh, I didn't really have anything no I wasn't I didn't want to I knew I didn't want to be in an office and some, something like that I didn't I didn't really know what I wanted to do and then there was obviously the time when like people like Gordon Ramsay Jamie Oliver it was all quite big on tv but just when that started and I thought do you know what? I quite like cooking I'll give it a go went to college and then it just went from there really and if we talk a little bit about the um the hotel side so how many rooms are there and sort of tell me more about where the coaching horses is like where it is as well okay so we're based in bolton by boland which is uh just outside clitheroe about 10 minutes from clitheroe not mm-hmm. so not too uh we've got uh seven bedrooms we've got and we've got a couple of dog friendly rooms uh there's some bigger bigger rooms there's a family a couple of family rooms one with a interconnecting door so we've got like a bit of something for everyone hopefully yeah and then if we touch on like the restaurant side so obviously being head chef how many is on your team uh so there's just there's just three of us at the moment and then a couple of like part-timers that we use now and again um i was gonna say and kind of what what are you popular for what's what's kind of when people think of the coaching horses what's your kind of dish that stands out would you say uh that's quite a hard one I don't think we have one in particular I think probably for me like an ingredient that we use the most is and that goes down the best is probably venison mm-hmm. uh that's that's a big seller so uh, it, in any like form we've done it as a starter done it as a main course done it as a tartar as as a wellington it, yeah it goes down well and what would you say are your favourite kind of 
dishes say if you had to just choose like your fat like your favorite starter main and dessert not not necessarily maybe on the menu at coach and horses but just like in general like what's your favorite kind of taste and like dishes uh probably game <laughs> i'm quite I, I really like game so be it pheasant partridge grouse venison i like all that kind of stuff uh i like fish as well halibut turbot stuff like that really yeah. i'm not really a not a dessert person, so cheese probably would be my thing. Yeah, whereas I think I'm the complete opposite. Whereas I, I love like the sweet, sweeter dishes much more. Um, with your menu, then do you change it seasonally, or or how does it work? And tell me yeah. a bit about what's on the menu at the moment. So we change it seasonally, uh, and then obviously we'll try and change it sort of like quarterly, probably to match with the seasons. Uh, but then if there's something that comes up and it has a short season, we will get that on. So something like asparagus, for instance, when that comes back into season, that will go straight onto the menu. And then as soon as it finishes, it comes off. So there's certain things that come in and out when, as and when, but otherwise we just try and work to the seasons as, as best we can, really. Now it's quite hard because it's back end of winter. It's starting to some nice produce starting to come through, like rhubarb starting to come through now. So it's tough winter. Do you try and get it from like local, like local produce sellers as well, or how does that work in terms of your kind of local aspect? Yeah, I mean we try and use as, as local as possible. I mean the veg is certainly like from Lancashire. Majority of it uh, is. Uh, meat and stuff we source it's it's up and down really you know we, we, we've got a butcher that we use over in Yorkshire but they're really good uh, fish comes from a bit further afield but where we can we use local yeah and then so say if if someone was coming to just to the restaurant what what does it look like or what's the kind of aesthetic of of the restaurant just trying to like paint a picture for listeners if they've never been uh it's quite relaxed there's lots of uh there's a mix of tables and chairs I mean, it's not very it's not uniform so there's t- taller tables shorter tables we've got old old school like wooden chairs we've got a few comfy chairs uh, we've got a couple of tables in the bar area by the fire. So if you were coming for lunch and you wanted to eat something off our sandwich menu, you can sit in the bar area and, and sit by the fire on a cold day. You know, if you're out with the dog, you can come in. We've got dog-friendly area in the restaurant. So if you, you're out and about on a Sunday or a lunchtime, you can come in. Dogs are welcome in the top half of the restaurant. And then the bottom half of the restaurant is... Uh, the same again quite relaxed we've got a bit of bench seating a couple of bigger tables a couple of smaller tables down there so real mix really and you do you do quite a few kind of events and things so um I know that you you do some kind of wine wine tasting events as well are you able to talk to me a little bit about that that's kind of much we did one. Uh, we did one like pre-lockdown as a bit of a test, and then obviously that all knocked on the head. Uh, so we've just sort of started it up. So we're doing one on the second of March. Uh, so it's Thursday evening. Uh, we're actually having the the winemaker from Tuscany is coming over. So he's going to talk uh, through the wines, 
and stuff and and how they're grown and you know how the whole process works uh and then i've written a menu to match with the with the wines and hopefully it'll be a nice combination and yeah we'll see how we go so talk to me how how you do that how do you match a wine um like to a dish how does that kind of work uh well this one's a bit different because because he's a wine because we're using a certain winemaker it's rather than normally it's just I write a menu and then we match the wine to the food because it's obviously coming from uh where they where they're based it, it, that's their wines so it's been a bit different this time whereas they've told me sort of what food would go with it uh and so I've had to look at I had a little bit of a look at sort of Tuscan food and took like a little bit of inspiration from that uh because they you know they say say what grows goes so you know what where you're growing your grapes there's generally like the food that grows around it will match with that with that particular wine so I've had to do a bit of research into that and it's probably sort of taking me out of my comfort zone a little bit stuff that I don't normally do it's definitely more than just kind of putting any dish to to a wine or any they do kind of really marry together don't they it's not just like a drink with like you order like a a coke or a lemonade like wine with a with a dish really enhances the flavor of both both elements I'd say um so also you've got two AA rosette um award for the restaurant talk to me when that happened or kind of what that means for you as as a chef there uh so that was 20 2020 to 2021 that we got the two rosettes um and yeah i mean uh, i mean i've worked in rosette places before and i've been head chef and rosette places but that was they were there before i was so these are sort of like my rosettes as such do you know what i mean that's like we got them whilst i was there um and that was like it was a big achievement. Uh, it made it's just a, like a good uh, a good feeling for all the guys, you know what I mean. So it, it sort of makes it worthwhile, you know. It's a lot of hours, uh, and it makes it, you know, that it's someone is recognizing all our hard work, basically. Yeah, and I think it it makes people who want to go kind of know it's that bit nicer than your, your normal pub kind of thing or your normal type of restaurant. Like you've you've kind of got these um like this rosette deservedly so because of the the quality and the the tastiness if that's a word of of your food um and also in 2021 were you did you win lancashire tourism awards yeah i think that was 21 21 22 i can't remember uh but yeah we won that i think that was last year's in fact yeah last year so 22 i think and so Um, what's that mean (laughs) Uh, well, it's, so the perfect stay, I think it was, it was literally everything. Cause obviously we have the rooms, uh, and it's just the whole experience from like start to finish. Yeah. So, you know, obviously like we've got the rooms, you can, you can dine with us and there's the area and that we are in is, you know, it's, it's a lovely spot in the country. So yes, yeah, it was quite a nice surprise to win that, to be fair. And you've also got, which I didn't realise until I kind of did a bit of research before chatting to you today, a, you've got a um, a brewery as well. Yeah. 
Uh, why yeah. don't you talk to me about what, what it's called and kind of what you make there? Obviously, so, beer. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, the Four Mice Brewery. So it goes with the obviously the coach and the Four Mice from Cinderella. That's the kind of where that all comes from. Uh, hence the coach and horses as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it's just a small microbrewery. We, uh, we, uh, we have a brewer who comes in to brew for us. Uh, and he brews two ales. Uh, we have uh, the Goldie, which is like our signature ale. Uh, and then during the summer, he brewed a lighter blonde ale, which was uh, called Imperial Haze, which is now off, obviously, with, with the winter. The Goldie's a bit of a darker ale, so it's uh, it's a more of a winter ale, really. So um, we're just we're looking at what we can do with that and how do we move forward and are we going to look at we're looking at possibly brewing another beer and having two side by side so it's just work in progress really would you say beer is the same as wine in the sense that like you have to pair it or match it with food as much or is it less kind of a an art form <laughs> uh it's, it's hard to say really i mean it's not really my thing of expertise beer but uh you can match it with food uh, I know I've spoken to the brewer and, and it's something we discussed for the future. Uh, if we can do it, there's certain things you can you can add to the beer to help match with the food, like spices and, and, and flavours like that. So that will work with certain things. So it's something that we're considering for the future. And then, like, as I was saying, so your, so your menus, they're not, they're not kind of they, they're really elevated they're not kind of standard kind of boring you've got like a tasting menu as well haven't you as well as an a la carte um why don't you talk me through your your tasting menu kind of the prices per head on and what that includes so we uh we have a six course tasting menu uh it's priced at 65 pound a head uh and we have an optional wine flight with that so you can have the wine to match so that's uh, 35 quid for four glasses of wine to match with the food. Uh, and most of the dishes we take from the a la carte, they were just sm- uh, a bit smaller, but we're trying to do it as more of a sort of a taste of the coach. So if you wanted to come and say you're staying overnight or even if you're coming on Friday, Saturday, when we run it every every evening of the of the week, uh, apart from Sunday. Uh, and you know so it's it's available to anyone you don't have to be a resident you can come in for it uh and we just want to try and give people like the full experience of the coach so a mix of dishes across the uh across the menu really so currently we've got um a guinea fowl terrine uh cod dish and the main course is uh, a yao so it's a an old sheep it's older than mutton, like three to five years old, but the flavour on it is is incredible. And then we have uh, almond parfait is the dessert. And then there's a couple, we start with a couple of snacks. We have an amuse-bouche and there's a pre-dessert in there as well. Yeah. And the pre-dessert's always like to kind of cleanse your palate, isn't it, after the meetings? Um, yeah, yeah. So when you're choosing these dishes, how do you kind of pop what's together so say like your guinea fowl how do you choose what's put with that and and do you do you experiment a lot with the dish before it's right to go out to them to customers uh yeah i mean to be honest the guinea fowl was actually the guinea fowl terrine was something that we've i looked at we've done guinea fowl previously but only as a main course uh 
and quite like a terrain. I think if simple terrain can be like really, really effective uh, and it can look really smart. So play around with it, like different. So we take the whole guinea fowl, we comfy the legs, so slow cook them. And then we just poach the breast. So we use both the leg and the breast in the terrain. Uh, and then it's layered, but there's a layer of leg meat and then there's some uh, wild mushroom, chopped wild mushroom through it and then the breast meat. And then we repeat that. And then it's topped with a, a Madeira jelly, which we make uh, using the guinea fowl bones. So yeah. we make fowl stock and add Madeira to it. And that creates like a Madeira jelly. Sounds so good. <laughs> um and do you think like people, so obviously pre-pandemic to now, do you think people are kind of enjoying this kind of tasting menu experience more possibly now that like they can, I know it's been a while that we've been able to like go back out to restaurants, but kind of really treat themselves and experience dishes they wouldn't be able to cook themselves? Um, yeah, no, I think, I don't think, I think tasting menus a bit well tasting menus have been around for a long time so I think it's not like anything completely new but I think it's nice to see like I think like a pub somewhere that's a bit more relaxed where you can have it rather than your higher just in your high-end restaurants and Michelin star restaurants I think it's nice you know it's a, it's a different way of of doing it I think in a pub so for people who might not be from from that area, like obviously there's there's the hotel, there's the restaurant. What is there to do kind of in the vicinity of the the coach and horses? Would you say if they want uh, to take the weekend of it? There's a there's a lot of walks. Uh, there was we've got like a a small like about three mile loop from the pub that starts at the pub and goes around like the local area. We've obviously got Pendle Hill that's not too far away. Um, I know certainly a lot of people come out and. They go walking when they were this. Uh, a couple of people have bought bikes. There's plenty of like cycling around the area as well. Yeah. Is there anything you have like in the future then that you'd like to do there? Have you got any kind of ideas for dishes or things that you're trialing that might be put on the menu in the foreseeable future, possibly? Nothing as yet. Uh, I think we just we sort of like go with the flow kind of thing see what's see what's about we sit down together as a team talk about me the menu and see see what we want to do if there's things we've read in books and you know take a few ideas from other, or things we've seen at, in other restaurants you know how do we take an idea and adapt that idea to to work for us things like that so there's nothing on the horizon straight away Kind of summing up then, if you were to describe the coaching horses in like three words so for someone like they've liked what they hear from you, they want to go and stay, how would you describe it? It's quite hard then. Uh, relax. <laughs> Relaxed is definitely one. Uh, relaxed, good food, good atmosphere, I guess. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't someone want to go there for all those things? It sounds amazing. If people are wanting to like go to the restaurant or go how's the best way for them to to get in touch and get kind of booking is it the website or is it best for them to call yeah either or so we have we have the website which you can book through and you can book lunch dinner sunday lunch or you can phone the from the hotel or the restaurant amazing well Ian, I just want to thank you so much for coming on today chatting about that it's been really interesting just to kind of get more of a understanding about 
about it and also to kind of share awareness of it really because it is in the Ribble Valley and some people might not who listen to this who aren't from Lancashire might not know where that is so it's definitely a place to kind of tap into and, and visit so thank you yeah no worries yeah we are tucked away a little bit we are a bit out in the sticks almost so it's nice to get out there a bit more and hopefully we can have some more people come and visit us thanks for listening and we'll see you next week to keep up to date with all things from a lancashire lass follow on facebook and instagram at from a lancashire lass